0: Three. Okay.
1: Good morning and welcome to episode 253 of Taking the Charge podcast with you from Regensburg, Germany. I'm David Hine of Hine News. Thank you for stopping by getting into loads of youth hoops, Um, actually three men's tournaments going on right now and um, another one tipping off next week. Uh, great time to be a youth hoops fan, as as everybody who listens to the show knows I am. Um, before we get into too much, let's um, let's let you know how you can contact the show. You can get catch me on Twitter at high news H E I N N E W S. My website is highnews.com, email address is high news at gmx.de. The Facebook group is take is uh, just put it in the search bar taking the charge podcast and you can find it there go to um go to itunes rate and review the show you can go to patreon and support the show please go and support the show show your love um and um uh go to patreon.com slash taking the charge all one word all right. Um, before I get uh, into the hoops, I, I do want to, because, you know, it's uh, been a very, a very big part of, um, um, yeah, a big part of this show and, and everything else. Um, you know, today is the, actually, today is the 10, ten year birthday anniversary of the start of uh, ballinEurope.com. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, former co host Oz um used to run it and um and then obviously we passed it over he passed it over we uh, he passed it over to Emmett Ryan and Ryan Emmett we've had on the show a couple of times and uh so I just wanted to you know tip my hat to to Emmett and to I guess everybody who had anything to do with um ball in Europe and uh congratulate uh, everybody involved uh thank also emmett for keeping that great site alive and, and chugging along and um uh just great to see that uh, really an institution in in uh, european basketball uh international basketball uh is uh thriving uh still alive and well at 10 years old and um and um yeah emmett congrats and again, also to everybody um, who was involved in, in making that uh, in that great site. Okay, um, a couple of a couple of tournaments. I, let's 1st I guess let's first start with with uh, the under 16 uh, FIBA under 16 Africa Championship 2017, which is going on in Mauritius. Um, we're getting down to the the, the semifinals. And uh, to determine uh, who's going to the FIBA Under-17 Basketball World Cup uh, next summer in in um, what's it called uh, in Argentina, Argentina, and uh, yeah, so the only the finalists will go to the under 17 and so we have half of the half of the um, half of the uh, half of the (laughs) semifinal set Um, Mali and uh, Egypt are both in as is uh, Tunisia Um, Tunisia actually could take over first place Uh, and avoid Egypt in the semifinals, but they would have to beat Mali, um, today, uh, no, no, sorry, tomorrow, uh, third, uh, the the 20th by, uh, by 21 points, say 20 by 22 points in order to pass them. Uh, Egypt is guaranteed first place in group B, um. And then the two semifinalists, winners, uh, are in the uh, are going to Argentina next year. Group B, the 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 opponent for the first place team in Group A, Group A having Tunisia and and um, Mali, uh, most likely playing Mali, um, will be most likely, I would say, probably most likely Algeria. Uh, both Algeria and Madagascar are two and three. Um, there is a there is a chance for a three-way tie. And, and I'm not going to – I don't even – I didn't want to even take time because um, I'm not going to say it wasn't important enough to me, but um, it wasn't uh, important enough to me to take the time before the show um, to figure out who would win the three-way tie or, or what result needs to happen for the three-way tie. Um, so Algeria and Madagascar are both two and three. Between those two teams, actually Madagascar holds the advantage – um, but Madagascar's playing uh, e- Egypt and then Algeria's playing Rwanda who's a, who's a game back at one and four Rwanda if they were to beat Algeria and Madagascar were to lose to, to Egypt um, then there would be the three-way tie at two and four and um, let's see if I can scan it really quick Algeria with a 22 point win over Rwanda what did what did Madagascar beat Rwanda by 14 1908. Um, so, looks like actually Algeria probably and Madagascar is a seven-point win over Algeria. Uh, so I mean, unless 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 Rwanda really beat Algeria pretty pretty big, it looks like Algeria would go through. Probably because of that 22-point win, 22, 22-point 22 win over one in the first day of, of the uh, of the competition. So it looks like it's probably going to be Algeria against Mali. Um, let's check this out. Algeria, Mali, and Egypt, Tunisia. Uh, Egypt and and uh, and and Mali. Clearly, the best two teams so far. Um. He, Algeria's been pretty solid. Um, Madagascar is actually pretty interesting. They have, this, they have a very interesting, um, long, probably six eight kid. Um, I'm not going to actually. I should probably go and look and find his name. Um, I do. I do actually think he's pretty interesting. Um, so, but Alger, but um, but I, I don't think that Algeria have the size and strength um, to match up with uh, to match up with Mali and Egypt, uh, Egypt and Tunisia. Um, yeah, I can't really say too much about Tunisia. I really don't, I really haven't watched that much. Um, uh, but, uh, it, it seems like, I'll, um, you know, this is just a rock solid, um, a rock solid, uh, Egypt team, um, with, with some pretty good size, pretty good. Also, even at the guard position and stuff like that. So, um, I'm going to say that, uh, that, that it's going to probably be Mali and Egypt. Uh, and, and the, the, the Madagascar kid's name is Sitrika Rah- Rahamina Tuanina. Something like that. Number 22, Sitrika Raharia Manam- Tuania. Tuania. Something like that. Anyhow, number 22. Uh, um, but a couple of interesting kids in Madagascar. Um, and not just because of their names. But, uh, um, yeah, so uh, Ma- Molly just <laughs> this is this monster man. Um, check his name real quick to, to give you his name. And that's really the only two guys, that's the only two guys I, I'm going to uh, really talk about. Uh, they did have the Kawhi kid score 50. That was just, you know, Tim trying to get 50 points at the end of the game. Um the big Mali kid, his name is Umar uh, Umar Balo Um, they don't have any listings as far as heights go uh, but Balo is Um, listed as a July thir- July 13th, so turned 15 last week, he's a 2002 born Um, so Mali producing more talent Um, for what it's worth um yeah so two teams from there uh so we have from the americas hmm trying to think i should probably know who came in from the americas uh usa canada usa canada come on dave um usa canada uh, puerto rico and dominican republic so it's been pretty pretty much uh, what anybody would have expected from the other t- another tournament that's going on is the uh, Central Basket. No, 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 not Central Basket. Um, let's see if I can find it. Where is that? It's the FIBA. Ah, there it is. Um, it's the South American Basket um, South American U17 Championship in Peru, um, and this is. Top three spots going to the FIBA U18 America's Championship, uh, which is going on next year in St. Catharines, not too far from Toronto. Top three teams go through. So Chile and Argentina are both undefeated at this point. Um, And it looks like um, either Colombia or Paraguay Maybe Ecuador, but probably Colombia or Paraguay would make it to the under-18s. South America is actually where Brazil uh, would have been playing, and they are not in the competition. The FIFA suspension has been lifted for competition in national teams, but it wasn't lifted in time for Brazil to take part in this competition. So, Mm -hmm. Looks pretty solid that that um, that Chile and Argentina are going to make it, um, and then like I said, probably either Colombia or Paraguay. So th- those are the those are those two um, to kind of run down. Uh, let's move over to the uh, under uh, FIBA under eighteen European Championship, which is going on in in Crete in, in, in Heraklion. Um, yes, another tournament there. Um, you know, this has been fun. I, I haven't watched enough. I, I mean, totally. Today, of course, is the start of the round of 16. Today is the round of 16, start of the knockout stage. Um, and there are loads of wonderful players to watch. I mean, you can go down every team and, uh, and actually I'm going to do that. So you can go down every team and really pick a couple of guys that you just, um, you know, I just love watching. I mean, I love Vasilis uh, Haral and Papas. Um, you know, Lunces is, is, is a, is a, is a, is a really good guard. Konyaris is a, is a, is a really good guard. You know, that's the Greek team. Uh, you look at, uh, Sweden, uh, Berga- uh, Berglanda has been fantastic. Um, Berglanda, right? Yeah, Berglanda has been fantastic. Um, Germany, you know, that more, you know, you have, uh, Wag- uh Wagner, you have, um, you have Wagner. Um, Yalo's been really good. kratzer has been solid. Um, you know, you go to the next team, Czech Republic. Actually, I haven't really, I haven't watched Czech Republic, so I can't uh, really tell you. I, I know I've seen Senal in the past, and and is a really fun guard. Um, see if he's doing what he. Yeah, uh, three. Yeah, three and a half assists. It's not really quite as much. Um, but you know, they did finish I believe they finished last in their group, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they were undefeated they were winless and lost by on average looks like about twenty good twenty points. Um moving on, then France. I mean loaded, absolutely loaded, and this is without Dumbuya. You have Okobo. Uh, you have uh, Onomota. You have Gumbold, who I really like. You have Noir. Um, you have the two uh, kids from the under-19s, three kids from under-19s, uh, with uh, Gudusine, Enzo. Uh, you also have uh, Bastian Vautier and uh, DJ D- uh, Diara So, you know, just loads of guys to watch on that team. Uh, Turkey, Yurtseven Umar al um uh Kirkmas has finally played his first game. he missed the first two games Anna, uh just you know, atar, <laughs> you know, it, it goes on and on. Uh, I uh, um Iceland, uh Helinason has been <laughs> really fantastic. Paulson I, I really enjoy watching Paulson. I've seen him in the past a couple of times as well. Um Montenegro, you know, you got to love Milos Popovic, you know, uh let's see what he's listed as. Um Popovic is listed as 67 2 meters. Um and he he's amazing. Um he's averaging double, he's averaging 14 rebounds a game um at 67. If he's even six seven, but he's always averaging that. He's absolutely fantastic. Um, averaging forty two minutes a game—that's amazing. Uh, never, never takes, off, never gets off the court. Uh, Israel, you know, in competitions, you have to have good guard play. Uh, you know, good guard, good wing, and you know. Uh, Timer Blatt has been fantastic. You look at that assist turnover, 9.3 to 3.3, so almost 3-1, to almost 3-1. to um, And then Zuzman has been a fantastic scorer as well, uh, 47% from three-point range. People know him from, from Maccabi. He played at the Adidas Next Generation Tournament. Lithuania, uh, Varnas is there. Ekodas is there. Um, uh, Beliauskas. Uh, is there Barutas? Is there so you know, uh, like a good four or five uh, leadership guys? Uh, um, Ukraine, you have um, who's at Kansas, you have Tarichka, who is uh, I think he's somewhere else in the states. Pavlov is also there, um, in. So next one, sorry about this, almost done, Latvia, uh, Koz and and Bloomberg's have been, uh, are always, you know, great players, uh, clear leaders on this team, but, you know, 19 turnovers a game, they just don't have the uh, point guard, Spain, our Spain, (laughs) more to that in a second uh but you look at you look at Gar- Sergio garcia you have javier lopez you have eric Villa from the under 19 you have um santiago Yusta. uh you have uh Borreo, just you know loads of loads of fantastic uh pl- players uh, mark marty um it's just you know a great uh organization um <laughs> That's so interesting. Uh, looking at the Serbia picture on their team page, it's with Boris Simonic as the uh, sort of the middleman with Stefan Peno and um, Varen Markovic. Um, and I haven't seen enough. I haven't seen enough of Serbia. And uh, but you know some of these guys I, I love in the Serbian team. You know I, I'm a total uh, Stefan Peno apologist um, for you know forever. Um, I love. Um, I love Alexa Stepanovich. Um, he's on the team too. Right? Yeah, Stefan Georgievich is on this team. You know, and St- Georgievich probably isn't doing very much. Uh, no, he's, you know, averaging not even a point and two rebounds a game, but I, I like him a lot. Kenich, you know, these are guys you know that I just really have, have enjoyed watching over the years. Um, and that 98 generation really hasn't done very much, so it's a mix of the 97s and 98s. Um, so we'll see. Uh, what teams we have? Slovenia. I haven't seen Slovenia, so I really can't tell you too much. Um, Slovenia. Shishko is one of their main guys. Um, and uh, that's really all I can tell you about Slovenia. Sorry about that. Italy. Italy. You know, it, it, it's kind of disappointing that Italy have. Um, uh, Davida Moretti playing for this team um, and well, more more disappointing is that you have uh, David Okeke and uh, Tomasa Oshilia uh, both playing is there anybody else? just the two of them, quote just the two of them um, Okeke and Oshilia playing for them uh, those guys were at the under-19s and are playing at the under-20s whereas Moretti Wasn't allowed or didn't whatever happened I don't know. That's not my call. uh, Massanote was there as well. Andrea Massanote, one of the big centers. So that trio of guys was at the under uh, under 19s, but they didn't go and play. uh, But Moretti was not at the under 19s, and um, Moretti at the under 19s would have been absolutely fantastic. He was on the all tournament all star five at the under 18s. So um would have been very, very, very interesting to see what they could have done. Alright, so so those are the teams. Uh breakdown of the of the of the round of sixteen. I want to get this um I have made my picks. The tournament the, the round of sixteen should be starting uh, in a couple of minutes. Uh Greece, Montenegro, I have Greece. Uh Lithuania, Slovenia, Lithuania, Turkey, Germany, I have Germany, Kirkmas, um, You know, I wouldn't be surprised if Turkey do win that game, but I do have Germany picking. I have picked Germany. Um, Spain, Latvia, I have Spain, Sweden, uh, Iceland. Uh, How about a great matchup of of teams up there? Uh, I got Iceland, Israel, Italy. I have Italy. So Italy, uh, Israel, sorry, Israel. uh, Italy losing all four games so far. France, Czech, um, I don't think that's going to be much of a contact. The the French will win that. Serbia, uh, Ukraine. I have you, Serbia winning that. uh, Greece, Lithuania in the sem, in the quarters. Greece, um, all Greece do, (laughs) all all that, ninety nine, all that ninety seven generation. Um, of Greece do is reach the semifinals. Um, you know that's Salamopoulos and and those guys. All they do is reach the semifinals, so they're going to reach the semifinals again. Spain is going to beat Germany, or they'd also beat Turkey. Uh, Israel actually knock off Iceland. That's going to be a great matchup if that happens. And France is going to beat uh, Serbia. Um, then in the final, I have Spain against France, and France win. Uh, Spain. They will get to the podium as, uh, as the second place team. So that will be 11 years in a row that they are on the podium. They are the reigning champs coming in. France's last t- time in the final was 2012. Their last championship was 2010. Greece beats Israel for the for the third for the for the bronze. I like Israel getting that far because of that 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 duo of um, of Blatt and Sussman. Um Yeah. So that's my rundown. Um, and uh, for what it's worth, <laughs> whether or not it's right, we'll we'll have to see. Uh, but you know, like I said, following t- starting today. So I don't know if you're when you're going to listen to the show. Uh, Fiba.com, uh, you you um, Fiba.com, uh, YouTube.com/slash/Fiba, uh, and all these games are live and on demand, so you can go back and watch those games. And um, I think a lot of those quarterfinal, all the, a lot of those round of sixteen games should be pretty good. Um, but you know, some some great nations here in this in this tournament, and also you know a couple of got a couple of teams that you know sort of are you know have really put together really nice groups of players. Iceland, Israel, um, that you know could be in my eyes uh, quarterfinalists, maybe even semifinalists. So uh yeah enjoy enjoy um the under 16 FIBA Africa let's see if I can is that still open that of course is not still open is it uh, uh here we go um that the semi finals will be on semi finals are on Friday uh and then the finals on Saturday so you can watch that and the... Do I still have the under 17 feet? Uh, Centro? South American? Of course not. Where is that one? <laughs> South America? Where are you at? There it is. Um, games. So, semifinals are on Thursday, and then the final round uh, would be on Friday. So... Lots of basketball this week. Um, and then next week, not sure actually sure what's going on. Uh, the end of next week, we'll start the under-18s. Uh, but that doesn't start until... Ah, by the way, the under-20s are also going on. I'll kind of, probably have just review that a little bit next week on what happened. Under-18s, uh, under-18 FIBA Europe, that starts on... Uh, next Saturday, the 29th. And then there actually is one more tournament that's going on, starting, I think, also the same day, somewhere right around there. And that is the uh, U- uh, Central Basket U17 Championship. Um, so that's your Dominican Republic. Uh, it's actually in Dominican Republic. Um, Dominican Republic... Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, Panama, Mexico, Jamaica, Virgin Islands, Bahamas, and uh, Guyana. Um, you know, Puerto Rico and uh, and uh, Dominican Republic seem pretty much set. Top three do go through, and uh, I would love to see Jamaica. I think I think Jamaica is a emerging super team if they can uh, get past if they can get pa- uh, qualify for this this um, this this uh, few of Americas next year. Uh, that starts on the 26th, so that actually starts a week uh, a week from today on uh, on Wednesday the 26th, and then ends on the Sunday. So uh, you will be able to uh, get ready for those games. Um, starting next week. All right, so interview of the week um quote just one um and uh I mentioned him earlier today um for kind he missed the first two games of the uh FIBA Under 20 European Championship in, uh, in 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 Crete um but was there for the for the third game is now there for the end of the tournament. Um, he's obviously going over to Philadelphia, whether or not he's going to stay there, whether he's going go to D-League. Um, I guess remains to be seen. I, don't, I haven't really looked into it, see what they're actually going to be doing with him. Um, but uh, talk to him about, uh, this was shortly after the um, the Basketball Champions League ended. So him being in the, uh, reaching the final, also being named to the, uh, named as the best young player in the competition. Uh, talk about the FIBA windows, talk about uh, FIBA Euro, uh, FIBA Euro, Euro and, and the Sixers. So here's my talk with uh, Furkan Korkmaz. Enjoy that. And we'll catch you on the other side. All right. So Furkan, uh, thanks for taking some time uh, out of your busy schedule to, to have a mm. chat.
2: I want to say thank you <laughs> for inviting me for this interview.
1: Um, so I guess there's a lot of different things I want to talk about, but let let's start with the the um, I guess the most recent. Uh, you and Banvit uh, reached the yeah. final of the Basketball Champions League. Ended up losing to Eibaros yeah. star uh, Tenerifa uh, in the final uh, on, on Tenerifa. So they had a the, the little bit of the home, home court advantage. Um, yeah. You know, you you had a, a season that was split in two, and we'll talk about that. But maybe just in general, your thoughts about you know beating uh, beating Monaco in the Monaco yeah. in, the fi- in the semifinal, and then going and playing in the Basketball Champions League final, the first ever uh, Champions League uh, Champions League final. Your your thoughts about uh, uh, about this season for for you in the Champions League? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So, uh, I, you know, I started the season with Anadolu uh, FS, you know, I was in the FS. After that, uh, I couldn't get my minutes with FS because, uh, because of maybe uh, tough Euro games, tough Turkish games. Uh, Coach didn't play me a lot. So that's why I wanted to move from the FS, you know, I wanted to change the team. Uh, and then I, we decided, my family, my agents, we all decided to move to Bami's. And they accept me, you know, uh, they trade me with John Maxim and then he went to Anagola FS. So maybe it was the key point of this season for me. Uh, and then I come to Bummit here as really professional guys. I work with really professional guys and uh, club all the staffs, all the players under a nice personality. Uh, I think that's very important also for the play good. Uh, we reached the final of the Champions League. It was the first time uh, in Champions League history because they set up the champions league this year uh, it was very very big experience for me we play against very good teams against very uh, tough teams so we lose the final uh, against nerfa like you said they had a home advantage also uh, but we knew that it was a crowded gym maybe full gym uh, the fans was, was crazy uh, of course we wanted to win the uh, final because you did very very good job during the season And then uh, you had to put one more team to win the last game and then to get that cup. But we couldn't do it. Uh, Of course, uh, it's going to be better if we win the cup, but we couldn't do it. Uh, So it was also a big experience for us, for everybody, not just for me, because all the players who play in Bombay, uh, they need success. You know, Uh, they are also trying to show themselves for the other teams.
1: Uh, It was also a big experience for everybody. Um, you were awarded the the Basketball Champions League Best Young Player uh, for the season. Uh, your thoughts about that? Uh,
2: of course, I feel very good because it's really proud of me, proud of proud for me. Uh, I I hear that before the final games after Monaco game, uh, one reporter guy came to me and then he said you are the best young player. Before that, I didn't know. Uh, there is any trophy like that and then i learned of course i feel good because uh you are young you know you need to get success and i play also some good games some bad games but generally i i try to give my maximum in the uh, on all games uh, i think i did it good i did great job so of course it's very good feeling but uh, what the most important thing is to win the cup but we the economy we were second uh, if you win the cup, maybe it's gonna be better with the, this trophy, the best young player, and then MVP was also uh, in our team, Jordan Theodore. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's gonna be great altogether. But if we were second, there is nothing to say, you know.
1: Um, you you mentioned you 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 played against a lot of great teams, and and uh, maybe maybe just in general, what you learned from. Uh, let's say the, the later part of the season with Bandit, you know, go, you know playing quarterfinal games and, you know, playing the, playing the, uh, the, the final four. Uh, yeah. What are some of the biggest things you learned from that experience?
2: Uh, I think I learned how to play end of the games, you know, because in F.S. most of the games uh, I was not playing on the last quarters, uh, Who is the cru- what is the crucial moment, Moments, you know, I tried. Uh, I learned uh, how to get experience with the last quarter and how you how you have to play on last quarters. You know how you have to play end of the games. I think that's um, a big experience for me to play end of the games. You know because it's very different feelings uh, play during the game and then play end of the game. You know I think that's best point. Uh,
1: how how happy were you um, when you? when you, you know, when you made the move, you know, cause like you said, you weren't, mm-hmm. you weren't getting the minutes that you had hoped for at Anadoula Efes. Yeah. How, how happy were you that you were able to go and, and, and play? I mean, it's so important at a, at a for a young player to go and, and, and play yeah. and get minutes in order to make mistakes oh. and learn from. Yeah. Uh, so talk about, you know, how happy you were.
2: Yeah. yeah. Of course I was not uh, really, really happy with Anadoula Efes, you know, uh, that was like my home uh, because I played there like three years. Uh, first time I played with senior team uh, by Anaboula Efes jersey, you know. And then uh, when I moved here uh, for my career, uh, I didn't play yet, you know. Uh, for my career, I need to do something different, you know. It was the move from Anaboula Efes to Bombit. I think uh, we thought all together it's going to be better to go somewhere else uh, to get some minutes. Uh, for now, I am really happy because I play, I stay on the court, you know, and coach also give me confidence. He trusts me a lot. The, uh, my teammates, they trust me a lot. Uh, I play in the crucial moments, of course. Uh, I wanted to play with Fs, uh with my teammates, all the stuff, uh, etc. But uh, it was the key points to move from our Efes to Bomit, you know.
1: Maybe... Let's say what did you learn from playing with a guy like Jordan Theodore? You know we said he was the MVP of the of the mm-hmm. uh, Champions League. Uh you know we saw his, you know people in German Germany saw him last year playing with uh, yeah. with with Frankfurt Skyliners. Uh just maybe some of the things you learned from from him, obviously a guy who yeah. can do a lot of different things, attack the basket, whatnot. Uh yeah. what did you learn from him? First of all, he's a very good guy. He's he has a very good personality
2: uh If you want to get success, you know everybody has to be a good person first of all of, of course, you can be a good player, but you need to also have a good personality players, so he's a very good guy, so I like him a lot. he 's basketball, so he got game, so he knows how how to play he knows also he's also a tough guy, you know uh, he he tried to win all the games, even in the practice. Let me play 5 on five, he tried to win the game, you know, so he 's like uh he likes to play this game he He likes to get a challenge. you know He wants to get himself in challenge. so I learned from him uh, how to get uh, how to get in the game, you know because sometimes he play bad after that he comes his, himself and then he starts to play good. you know uh, of course all, uh, all the players not can play for the minutes in the same same game you know sometimes you play good, sometimes you play bad, but when he play bad, he knows how to get in the rhythm, you know.
1: Uh, lose, uh, leaving Anadolu Efes. Uh, you know, you said it was kind of like a family and, and and everything else. What was it like? You know, saying, "All right, I'm not going to be able to play with Chedi anymore." You know, obviously, you know he's one of the top players <laughs> yeah. for Turkish basketball, and 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 you're you're only you know a couple years younger than him, so I'm sure there's probably a pretty good connection between you guys. What yeah. was it like? Uh, say, having to say goodbye to, uh, to to Jedi. Of course, it was not good feeling because we were uh, together
2: like three years. So also our family is together, you know. Uh, there is a very good connection between us and them. Uh, Jedi is a good guy, you know, and very funny guy. So we spent a lot of time together. Of course, he was like uh, maybe uh, he, he's like maybe one of the best Turkish guys now. Uh, who plays in EuroLeague, also in Turkish League. He's a very good player also. Uh, you know, the uh, our age is so close. You know, he's just uh, two years older than me. So when he talked to me, so I, I was feeling better, you know, because he's close to my generation. He, I think he can understand me better, you know. That's why when we are talking between each other, we were feeling good. But uh, this is the life, you know. Life takes you somewhere else maybe he's going to leave next year to NBA so i don't know what's going to happen but
1: of course i wanna play with him together you know i hope this summer we will play together uh mentioning NBA take us back to june 23rd 2016 that was the night of the draft uh probably yeah. pretty late for you in uh in, yeah. in in istanbul uh maybe talk about that night and what it was like for you
2: uh-huh. Uh, we were in the national team camp, so we, we were in the training camp. So all the teammates, uh, who is maybe older than me, all the guys, <laughs> they come to my room, you know, and then we were the to draft all together. Jedo Sam was also, he was with me. So we were together even in that night. So uh, it was very good feeling. Um, you are you are waiting, you are expecting uh, to announce your name. So we were all together. Just stand up and then wait for my name. And then it was a very good feeling, you know, that night. Because after that, we had morning practice, I think, uh, with the national team. But everybody uh, wait for me until 6, 7 o'clock in the morning, you know. And all the Turkish fans, you know. Uh, You
1: know... You look at the, the 76ers, and, and they had a lot of young players. You know, you know, they haven't had the success, but they had a lot of young players. Uh, what did you think about being drafted by the 76ers? Obviously, it's an amazing dream come true to be drafted. Uh, what did you think about being picked by the 76ers?
2: Uh, first of all, like you said, they are uh, really good teams. They have very young players. So it's, I think, a big advantage for me because I know also Savage, mm-hmm. So he was in our FS We were together with him also. So I think he's going to help me a lot. Uh, He played really good this season. He did a really great job. Uh, Of course, it's a very good feeling. For the LPS, maybe uh, they don't have really success in the league, but they play very good basketball. Uh, They have really good players. Uh, You know, I would like to play for them. Uh, Their game is giving enjoy, you know.
1: you know, talking to them after the draft, um, you know, going into this season, what did they, what did they kind of talk to you about that, you, that they wanted you to do this year? Uh,
2: really, I don't know what's going to happen, uh, but I know they really showing the interesting on me uh, every time I'm in touch with them. So they try to take care about me. Uh, also, uh, i tried to talk with uh, who who is all the oldest NBA players you know uh, to get their experience but i don't know what's going to happen for next next year no Just but what did they touch, what did
1: you know. they what did they you know say okay go back to you know go back to turkey you know you're not going to come over this year and we want you to oh. work on you know driving to the basket or uh-huh. you know your 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 three point game you know what what were they kind of saying you know go back go back to turkey and and work on this or that
2: uh uh, they didn't say stay or come here right away, but uh, you know they they didn't say something do this do this do this or but every time we are in the connection, you know they said we are happy to uh, take you pick you up. You know uh, they didn't say stay or come here right away. We didn't talk about it. You know, just uh, it was our decide. You know. Uh,
1: and did they did they say anything about you going from Anadula to to Benvit?
2: Of course, they were happy for that because I <laughs> was not time, showing time. myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was I was not showing myself. the downloads as very well, so I moved here. Also, after that, when I talked to them, they said, uh, "You play here. You know, you are getting more experience. That's why here is become
1: uh, better, maybe." Uh, let's go national team. Uh, this yeah, this summer, uh, you have the. Eurobasket, 2017, back in Turkey. Yes. Uh, first time since 2001. And, yeah. uh, you know, you look at your group, you have Great Britain, Russia, Serbia, Latvia, and Belgium. Top four teams yeah. go through. Maybe just talk about the group and talk about those teams. Uh, all the teams are uh, good teams, you know, uh, because
2: uh, all the teams, they will play for the win. You know, everybody want to get success but of course we have a very good team um, also we have a good coach you know uh, we want to get uh our, we want to use our home advantage you know because you play in istanbul uh, we want to get support of our fans we want to give maximum performance uh, in front of our people so i think it's going to be very very good and very very uh, very very big experience for for us for everybody.
1: Expectations for this tournament. Sorry. Expectations or objective going uh, into this tournament. Of course, first of all, we want to go out from the
2: group. You know, we want to win the all games. We want to win the all games. After that, uh, why not to get medals? You know. No, I cannot say we want to play semifinal, final, but we want to go. Uh, we want to, we want to play, uh, of course, some uh, for the medals. You know,
1: uh, Turkey at EuroBasket uh, since the fin- since uh, the tournament was in in uh, Turkey uh, has struggled. They've only been to the uh, quarterfinals, to the top eight, one time in in the last seven tournaments. Um, mm-hmm. What, what, kind of, what kind of pressure do you think this team is going
2: to be uh, under? You know, sometimes you have good generations. Uh, also, we have good generations now. Uh, everybody call it like golden generation uh, for the Turkish national teams. Uh, but of course, uh, it's not like pressure. I cannot say, oh, it's really pressure. We must win. We must show something. Of course, we feel pressure as a player. Everybody feel pressure because we need to show something. After many, many years, you know, we need to get success. And also we have that power, but just we need to uh, show it on the court, you know. I don't know what the result going to be, but we just need to give our 120%. Not
1: 100%,
2: 120%.
1: And I'm sure the fans will be uh, great for you. Turkey has a has a history of... of... Performing best when they're at home. Uh, two thousand one, you guys went to the EuroBasket final, and then two thousand yeah. uh, ten, you went to the World Cup final. Uh, just maybe, just talk a little bit about you know you you play regularly. You know when you were in with Adel Duda, you play regularly in in Istanbul. You know you, when you're at Banvit, when you go to play any of the Istanbul teams clubs, mm-hmm. you go and you see it. What kind of atmosphere are you expecting? Uh, for this Eurobasket, for
2: sure, our fans is all gonna be there. You know, it was also it's gonna be also a good feeling for the players because when you play with the fans, if it is your fans, you know, it's also giving you extra motivation. So you know, and I think Turkish players like to play with the fans more because we are getting more motivation. You know, when we play with the fans, I think it's gonna help us a lot. Of course, uh, uh, we need to show them. Also, yes, we want to get success. That's why we need your support. You know, I I think there's no question they will support us for sure. You
1: played. Uh, played you played a, a little bit of a role in EuroBasket 2015, uh, a little bit more at the Olympic qualifying tournament last year in in Manila. Yeah. Mm, maybe what do you? What kind of role do you think you'll have this year?
2: Uh, we have very good players you know uh, also I I play I think I had good season you know I did great job uh, it's also about the team uh, team philosophy you know I don't know I cannot say I will play like this like this like this but uh, of course I try to show myself I try to show my game you know because my game is to create the ball for my teammates to shoot the ball you know to run on the open court so of course i will do that but i don't know what is the role i'm going to be in the team but i, I just i will try to give my 100 percentage for the help to team off
1: what do you think about coach uh you know obviously you know he's taken over he was the assistant uh for the national team for the last couple of years yeah you know what you know the sensation there with uh, kasha winning the winning the title and uh mm-hmm. you know was was with uh besiktas then you know, now he's taken over as the as the, as the head coach. Uh, what do you think about uh, um about uh, about head coach? Sorry, Chuck. Yeah,
2: I know him yeah, I know him also he was the assistant coach like you said in the national team. He showed himself in all leagues, you know. Uh, also when he was a player he was very, very successful So as a coach he also made Karchek a champion, you know, in Turkish league champion. Uh, Also, he's showing himself now with Beşiktaş. His system is uh, okay for me, you know. But uh, he's he's very good. He's very good. Uh, I know him. I think I know him very well. I know what he wants from the players, uh, what to do in the court, you know. I think I know that very well.
1: So, that's it. Mm, You were in Manila for the... For the Olympic qualifying tournament, you know Turkey has a has a reputation of being, uh, you know, pretty uh, crazed, uh, not in a bad way, but a, a pretty crazy atmosphere. Basketball. You didn't play against the Philippines, but you were in the Philippines uh, for basketball. What was that like? What was it like in Manila, uh, playing playing uh, in that atmosphere?
2: Uh, I think it was, if I remember right, it was a full gym. So all the fans all, all, all like basketball, you know, all the fans know the basketball very well. Uh, the is also, the nice atmosphere, you know, it was a big experience for us. Not just stay on the court, you know, to see the fans, see the atmosphere, see the country, you know, different culture. It was also a big experience out of the court, you know. Uh, But, of course, sometimes when you don't play, you see the games, but the players make mistakes or make good things on the court. You're getting experience also from that, you know, just you cannot get experience from the play in the court. Uh, I I think I learned a lot from my teammates in the dead uh, dead qualifications. So it's going to help me also, uh, my team in Bamwich, you know,
1: also for for turkey um the world cup qualifiers were announced uh, also this week uh you have uh latvia ukraine and uh, a team to still be uh determined in the qualifiers you know we're we're talking mm-hmm. about the 2019 world cup we haven't even played the under we haven't even played the eurobasket 2017 yeah. uh, what do you when 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 you when you see the the draw, when you hear about the draw for the 2019 World mm-hmm. Cup, what do you think about the World Cup? You know, it's it's still three summers away. So so what what are you thinking about the World Cup?
2: Of course, uh, before the before last uh, World Cup, I was watching on the TV. You know, to my big brothers, uh, I was watching on the TV. So I was like. Uh, the kid who loves the basketball, you know? I was watching on the TV, now I have a chance to play in World Cup. Uh, why not, you know? Uh, because we have that culture. We are, we, are, we are a very good basketball country and we have this culture, you know? And uh, all teams who we are, we're gonna play against them, they have basketball culture, you know? They have good players. But I think the most important thing is what we gonna do in the dead games, you know, I think that that's important. Of course, everybody, uh, all the their dream, playing the World Cup. I uh, I don't know what they feel before they play in the World Cup, but of course, it's a very good feeling. Uh, I just want to play
1: on the World Cup, you know. You're also going to, you know, you, this summer, you're going to experience playing uh, a Euro, European Championship, a Eurobasket at home? Yeah. not not a lot of countries uh, not a lot of players have a, have a chance to experience that now this starting in November there's going to be these FIBA windows national team breaks during the season a new comp, you know new competition system what do you think about this what do you think about the chance to play national team games during the season you know it from soccer from football uh where you know those guys come and they come together national team and play qualifiers for 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 the world cup or for whatever um what do you think about the new competition system
2: uh i think it's gonna be uh very very different because uh before we were we were just playing on the summertime last two years i was in the team national team i was playing on the summertime but i don't know what's gonna happen during this season uh, it's gonna be different. It's gonna be interesting, you know. So because when the system changed, everybody needs to adapt. You know, during the season, somebody's in the shape, somebody's in the match. Uh, every time you need to stay in the good rhythm, you know, because there is just one, two games during the season, uh, and then uh, third game, fourth game, every game uh, you need to give your hundred percentage. Uh, for the get sixes you know maybe you you will lose some uh, motivation during the season maybe with your club team uh it's going to be it's not going to be a good season for your club team and for you but with the national team games it's going to be changed, you know because you play for national team
1: and then there's no excuse it, it, see it as a positive then you know that you can if you're in a funk for example yeah. You're in a funk and you you just not nothing's it nothing's working, that you go play with Shetty for a while, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe something else you you think that's good about about this new system. Yeah, I mean, there's there's so many there's so many people that don't know what's going to happen, obviously, but you know, you mentioned you mentioned that. What, what's something else that you think could be a, a good thing that comes out of all of this?
2: Uh, like I said. really bad, you know, during the season with your club and that you will not have the success. But with the national team, in one game, in two games, you will play very good uh, as a team. And then as a player, uh, you know, you will win the games, you will play good. After that, everything is going to change with the also club teams, maybe. I think like this, maybe uh, this will be motivation, you know, because there is also another world, you know, to play in that kind of games with national teams.
1: And and what do you think about the chance to play national team games at home? You know like I said, okay, you're going to you're going to play it, you're a basket uh, at home but have a game national team at home, you know, maybe for the other countries yeah. more than, than Turkey because you guys have had uh, these tournaments, but yeah. you know in general, what do you think about playing games at home? I think uh, we will have
2: I think the opponents they will have more pressure than us because our fans will be with us you know and they will motivate motivate us more uh and
1: then i think we will
2: better
1: we will play better and better and better you you have a lot of fans in in uh do you have a, a lot of turkish fans in uh in latvia and ukraine that you know of Do you know if there's Turkish people that would come to your to the games in 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 Latvia and Ukraine? Sorry, I I I couldn't hear. I couldn't hear. Sorry. Do you know if Do you know if Turkish fans will come to the games in in Latvia and Ukraine, starting next? I, I hope. <laughs> I, I hope. I hope. There's I Tur- hope. there's Turkish people everywhere. So.
2: Yeah, Turkish people everywhere. You
1: know. All right. Let's come back to let's come back just a little bit then to 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 Philadelphia. Um. Mm-hmm you know you're you're starting to play a bigger role you know you know people you know i think you probably you know your role for the turkish national team will play will be a little bit more than last year i'd imagine as well uh Mm -hmm. what are your expectations for philadelphia as far as going back you know not necessarily if you want to you know if you're going to make it back but you know what what kind of uh what kind of thing do you think what kind of things do you want to do with philadelphia uh, like all the young
2: players, of course my dream is to play in NBA, to become an NBA player, you know. Because Europe and that NBA is so different. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen for next next year, but uh, I just want to play for them, you know, to give my 100% for them. Uh, there is no question. Uh, I don't know what's the role going to be. I don't know uh, how it's going to be adapt, uh timing for me. Uh, for sure, it's gonna be not easy, you know, to move to Europe from Europe to to States. Uh, everything is gonna change, you know, different culture, different things. But uh, if you wanna win something, uh, you have to lose something, you know. Uh, I think I will help them when I go there. I will help them, you know, because everybody young. Everybody motivates each other, and then uh, and uh, in, if everybody is young, you are getting more motivation, you know. Because uh, the age is closer, uh, you understand between each other uh, better, You maybe you communicate better. Uh, I think I can help them, and then I can play in their system, you know.
1: You know, you said everybody's dream, you know, is to play the NBA. You were drafted last year, <laughs> uh, and, and you watched, you know, I don't know how many games you used to watch, NBA games as, you know, as a youngster, and, and what, even over the last couple of years, but you were drafted now how and and when you watch a game an nba game when you watched nba games this year if you watch the playoffs now um how 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 is how has that changed for you you know you used to watch it like oh wow this is this is this is you know great and everything but now you're it's it's you know, this is where you're going to be maybe even soon. You already have a, a team that that has selected you. How has watching an NBA game changed for you since you've been drafted?
2: Yeah, I got it. Before, I was watching like, oh, this guy made very good dunks, you know, this guy made very good blocks. So uh, uh, it was not matter for me, oh, they win the game, they lose the game, you know. I was not watching like that. I was watching like that, sorry, uh, but now – I am watching like, oh, who's going to win the game? Uh, what the players do before the games, after the games, you know, I try to catch it. So it's very good feeling. You feel like I can be there maybe next year, maybe after uh, two years, you know, two years later. Uh, I don't know when, but uh, one uh, I will be there. Uh, I just try to learn what the players do, you know, what the coaches do in the States. Also, the fans, what they do in the games. I watch also games, but I watch also the fans, you know. Uh, I watch also the uh, atmosphere, not just for the good moments of the game, you know. Good moves of the game.
1: No, Knowing that you're, you know, maybe even only, you know, whatever, a year, two years, three years from playing against LeBron James, from playing against uh, uh, directly against Kevin uh, uh, Kevin Durant, Stephen Curry. Uh, what do you think about that now?
2: So now it's coming to me like a dream, you know. Uh, imagine you play against LeBron James, you play against Kevin Durant. They are maybe one of the best players now in the NBA. It's, it's giving you motivation now because you see them and then they are strong. Uh, they have big experience and you motivate yourself better and better, you know because if you want to play against them you have to be good you know you have to be good in, in the shape so that's why it's giving me motivation to work hard you know all
1: right let's let's finish up with 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 Banvit. um looks like you have one more game this season and uh yeah. you're uh, do you have a chance to to, to become fifth uh fourth in the, in the playoff in the in the in the league no or? no 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 you're stuck with fifth no. right you can't go down to six yes, you're, yes. you're stuck with fifth and you're gonna be playing exactly. yes exactly so you know who you're playing um actually you know what in the, in the format of the playoffs now is that best of three five and then seven or what's the format now for the playoffs uh i think first is uh, Three games and then best of five uh, and then and best final of seven. Is like five, yeah, I, I think and the final is seven games. Yeah. Okay, so you know who you're playing. You're playing Dasha Faka. You know they they played Euro League and and were close. Uh, um, yeah, you know to to make in it to to the final four. Uh, you have your opponent. What do you think about uh, Dasha Faka? Then uh, whatever it is, probably next week or whenever it starts. Uh, yeah, next week it's gonna be more sure, but.
2: Uh, of course, they are a very good team. They they have Euroleague experience, you know. Uh, they have very good players. They have also good players who can change the game, you know. Who can change the scores uh, until the last seconds. But also, this year we showed many, many times as a team. You know, we can beat all the teams. Uh, some some teams are Euroleague teams, you know. We did very good, good job also in Turkish Cup. We won the Turkish Cup. Uh, we play against them. Uh, this season many, many times we know each other very well so I think it's going to be a very interesting game uh, it doesn't matter what the result first game second game series is long uh, maybe you can lose in the home court but you can win away you know uh, everything is changed in the playoffs you know because nobody nobody remember what you do in uh, during the season uh, everybody remember what you did in uh, playoffs you know
1: all right. Well, uh wish you then good luck in the in the playoffs. Uh finish finish game this weekend and then uh good luck in the in the playoffs next week and uh yeah, we'll see what happens uh, this summer for 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 you and and then uh next yeah. season with the with the um with the national with the national team. So, uh, Furkan, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much. Finally, we did it.
2: Yeah, so I'm very important <laughs> that also. <laughs> no problem.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Fantastic. Uh good to um really happy to, that he is playing under twenties and then uh and then he, maybe he ends up passing up uh, the uh under the Euro basket and says he he wants to slash needs to go to the States. I, I don't know. This uh you know you heard him say you know, but that was a while ago. I don't know what's happened since then. All right. Um, thank you very much again for listening. Um, I appreciate it. Uh, the last thing I need to let you know is what you're going to be listening to. The song is called Tired of Being Bad, and it is by Shannon and the Clams. It's available on freemusicarchive.org. Go there, check out that, and check out uh, all the fantastic music over there. Again, loads of youth basketball going on right now. And uh, so enjoy it, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Oh Hey, this is Maxi Kleber from this Oliver Baskets and you listening to Taking
2: Charge podcast.